we just finished the second part of the Gersh HaKedosh. The first in the Gersh HaKedosh is the idea of Eid Sof. The Yeshus comes through Eid. And the second in is that the manifestation of this Yeshus happens through Kalim and through Malchus of Atilus and Eid Neshama and so forth. Now the Rebbe gets to the last point. And in a way, this is the most important point. And that is, there's Malchus and Atzilus, there's Malchus and Bria, Malchus and Yitzir. In each case, the Kalim and Malchus, since at the lowest level, and Melch and the place of his Chalkus and Kestadel, and Kestadel, and Malchus, and all those other reasons, Malchus becomes the base for the creation of Yeshus. Well, guess what? The earth of El is the ultimate Yesh and the ultimate creator of Yesh, the lowest level. And the Zekeach Ein Sof, to create Yeshus, Takedavke in the earth. In other words, not Malchus of Atzilus, but Asiya, Hagashmi. He says, There's another thing you have to know in addition to everything we discussed until now. And that is, I'm sorry. Ha'ara, the ha'ara, the ha'ara. A light of a light of a light of a lakus, which, so to speak, delivers the possibility of Yeshus to create actual Yeshus through Malchus in the lower world. Okay, says the Rebbe Bechala, now know the above. Himare keicha v'yecholta demonstrates its strength and its possibility more than anywhere else. In the earth, physical element of earth. Afar is the lowest of all four elements. Hagashmim, Eishurachmaim, and Afar. You see the idea that Caleb revealed the Yeshus that Ar delivers in Gashmith more than any place else. And it's Begili Atzam, but yes, it is, with a revelation which is far more intense than the elements above it, meaning to say fire, wind, and water. Okay? But God, moreover, that it's even more manifest. Sorry. But God, moreover, it's more manifest mitzvah shamayim from the hosts of heaven. The earth is more of a kli, more of a machalik, more of kesar elinir kesar malchus to deliver and to reveal the yeshus of Eid than Eishruch Mayim Hagashmim, and for sure more than the, the Shamayim Hagashmim. She'ein b'keichom v'yecholtam lo'etzi Yeshmayim. They don't have the power and possibility to manifest Yeshmayim Tomid. Ki yasei da'afak, the element of earth, ha'matzmiach Tomid Yeshmayim, which is constantly securing Yeshmayim, he'masav midlanus, which are grasses and trees. In other words, maybe in the beginning of time you could have said that somehow from Shamayim to Oretz was in for Yeshmayim. But right now, there's no new creations coming from heaven to earth. There's no new creations happening from fire and wind and water. The only place you see new creations, and you see it all the time, is in what's called Mother Earth. In the Earth. Okay? Ah, it says, V'hamazal ha'makav How could you say that only Afar, only the Earth, is revealing Yesh now? We know that the Gemara says, Every single blade of grass and every leaf and every tree and every so forth is getting chayas from the mazolas, from pushing from the stars and the constellations, which are shamayim. So they're also involved in yesh miyayin. Says the Rebbe, no. Hayner, this the answer to this question is that only once the grass has sprouted and it already exists. So the mazol makes it mikatnas lagavos. From nothing to something, the yeshus, the creation of the yeshus of the grass happens only from the earth. Once the grass has poked its head out of the earth and it exists in a small way, the mazel could nourish it. That's not yesh meyayin, that's yesh meyesh. It's an enhancing, a new, an already existent being rather than creating it. Okay, however, one second. It's like a child eats food. 
When the baby is born, it's a creation. The child eats food. It's not a new creation. It's expansion. It's not telling it to come into being from a non-existential form to a separate and independent being. From small to big. Okay. And to carry the fruits of each individual species individually. Prior to its sprouting, to whom should speak, each to each individual, individually if they don't exist yet. So the Kayach of Yeshman is in the earth, and the idea of Katazirah comes from us. Now, you have to understand something. Hashem made the world Yeshmayayan. The Ramban writes, the famous, famous Ramban, Hashem made the world Yeshmayayan, and after that first moment, there's no more Yeshmayayan. That's it. Everything's Yeshmayayan. Hailada, reproduction of human beings, lahavdal animals, and lahavdal plants, which is what he's speaking about over here, is, is not really yesh mayayin. It's lechayda yesh mayesh. But al piteda, it's an inyan of yesh mayayin. Farvas, the reason these in Yonim are Moshe for yesh mayayin, because they have a similarity to yesh mayayin. And al piteda, it's a keachayin sof. In other words, something you have to understand. Babies have been born in the billions. What's the pitiyas? A pitiyas, the birth of every child's a ness. So, I, it's perfectly natural, and you can argue that it's explicable in biology and in science and so forth. Every event of, of, his, of, a, of birth is a ness. Why? And that's in the sense that it should be That it's unscientific. You can't explain it in terms of right. Why? Because the law of nature says that everything is going towards hafsedus, towards deterioration. If everything is going towards deterioration, it should be true that every later generation should be weaker than the generation before. Weaker? Yes. Is it like that? No. What are you saying? In other words, you should be healthy based on the age that your parents conceived you. If your parents are younger, you should be healthy because they were healthier. And if your parents are older, you should be weaker because they were less robust. Fact of the matter is, when a baby is born, that baby is as viable as its parents were when their parents were babies. And the parents, when they were babies, are as viable, not as their parents were at the age of conception, but as their parents were at the age that their parents were babies. In other words, by the, the procreation defies the clock. Every generation is like the first generation. It's as new when it's robust, it's as alive, it's as youthful the first generation. The law of entropy, the law of Afsedus says that there should be a weakening from generation to generation. And this is one reason why there's a Yeshmayayan aspect here. There's a Ness aspect. But this Ness aspect doesn't so much have to do with Yeshmayayan, with creating a new Metzias. It has to do with the defiance of the law of Teva that says entropy, deterioration, Afsedus. It's not so negated this against the Kedish. This is the case you get the Vart for Yeshus. What's the Vart of Yeshus? The Vart of Yeshus is. If a Zohar and a Keva, a father and a mother, that child is not 50% Zohar, 50% Nekeva. That child is 100% child. In other words, the way the Eibishter designs the Hayulad, the creation of a new generation is that the first thing that happens is, although there's a contribution based on this Tipa Sanukva and this Tipa Satchar, but what happens is the Tipa that the father gives, the Tipa that the mother gives, as was mentioned before, rots. It goes away, it's Nifsad. And when the baby's first cell emerges, it's a new mitzvah. 
to give you a Gashmirtik dogma, which I don't know if it's true or potato, but it's, it's a, it, I think it's a pretty good argument, is we are called placental animals. What does it mean placental? Every baby has a tube which is attached to the rechem, to the wall of the uterus of the mother, and it nourishes from the mother. What you don't know is that when a baby is conceived, it's not attached. When a baby is first conceived, the moment of pkida, the baby is it's, it's floating around. It's, it's, it's eating its own yolk, so to speak, like animals in an egg. And after a few days, it implants. So it's not the shot the baby grows from the mother. First, the baby is a metzias. Then it attaches itself to the mother to go mikatnas legatlas, like a muzzle. But the actual nekuda of this child is a brand new metzias. I, this new metzias, comes from an old metzias. But the way the new comes from the old is baderach dilog, as if it's brand new. Here, Dr. Rebbe is going to add nachan which is an interesting nekuda, and of course, tzarech bi ravarach of in pshat. And that is that plants, there's two types of plants, Buklovas. There's plants that grow because you plant them. And there's plants that grow by themselves even if you didn't plant them. So the Rebbe says, when you plant a seed and it grows, it's me'en yesh, but this is not today's shit, this is tomorrow's shit, test. It's me'en yesh me'ayin. When you didn't plant a seed, it's mamash yesh me'ayin. The earth just produced something that was not at all inspired by something minachutz, the keirah itself shabbatotz, which is earth, produced a new tzmicha that has no connection to prior life. Again, a biologist would, would would turn over in his grave and disagree, but the Rebbe said you should know there is a concept. If you have earth on this kador, and there are no seeds blowing in the wind, and there's no dormant seeds germinating underneath the ground, it's conceivable that the earth should produce tzmicha with zero zri. And Dr. Rebbe is going to say that that's mamash It's conceivable the earth should produce smicha with zero zriyah. And that's how the other says, yesh now. Not yesh me'ayin in tchila sabriya, yesh now. So Mel Dr. Rebbe is making the argument. And of course, I've told you a lot of things that I didn't need to tell you. But Dr. Rebbe is making the argument that yesh me'ayin, the Ebishter made yesh me'ayin. And the source of yesh me'ayin comes from Eirin Tzav, Atmos, Emein Amor, it comes through Malchus and Shechina. But in this world, yesh me'ayin is happening now didn't just once upon a time happen, it's happening now too. And it's in the offers, in the earth, not in anything else. I, other things contribute, like the baby that's yearning from the mother, that's only mikatnas the gadlis. The yeshmiyayim is a metzias, the nayim metzias. A baby is not half mother and half father, a baby is altogether baby. It's a nayim metzias, it's a dilu. So let's continue now. Okay, it says the Alter Rebbe, that the tzva shamayim, the host, I'm after the parenthesis, which is eight or nine lines in the top of Kuflam Bezimanov. The Tzva Shamayim do not have the power to create Yeshmiyayim, but only the earth that produces the Yeshmiyayim, from the power of procreation which exists in the earth, which is completely spiritual, and the actual grass, and the actual trees, and the actual plants are Gashmiyim. So when you see a tree growing, you're seeing Yishmeyayin. Not that it happened. Like the Ramban says, it's happening right now. How could the physical earth now make Yishmeyayin? Or at least Because the feet of Ak, and the feet of Asiyah. And moreover, Tachas Raglav, underneath Asiyah, made it and said, Baruch HaSeib of Kalam, Blihefsik Rabbi Neim, Seib of Kalam is closer to Asiyah than it is to the Ruchni Yizdika world, because if you have a line, and a circle, 
the bottom of the line is closest to the opposite side of the circle. Whatever the lumdus is, we explain this. Um, underneath the feet of Asiyah, there's a greater closeness to save the Kalaman. With much less separation than there is between the other side of the eagle and the higher world. Only the Guliak. So you have two reasons why Dafki in this physical earth is a Gilakechein Tzav. Number one, even though the Kav ends in Atzilus, but Ak goes to Asiya. And the fact that Ak goes to Asiya brings Ein Tzav to Asiya. Number two, Asiya, because it's so low, is actually closest to the other side of Sevev Kalaman of the Eagle, which is again a very funny concept. And the only thing which separates is the Igulayak, this Igulak and Yeshadavak. Yeshadavak is in this world. Igulayak is makif to this world. And around the Igulayak, you have a Tachas Reya Selam, Sevev Kalam. Vagam, another purpose. Number, I guess, number three. Hakav Meirin Tzav. Even though the Kav Meirin Tzav. Hamestai and Besiyam Ragliak, which ends at the feet of Ak. Ismay and Mimata Lamaila bounces back from the bottom to the top of Chinas Echeze in what's called the rebounding light. Kamei, just as Shamalubut Ba'arech, Va'avo, Vizun Datsilos, Meir Be'erechezer, Malchaz Datsilos. Just as we spoke earlier, earlier means on page Kuflamadamid Beis, that Malchaz is the lowest sphere, but in terms of Mimata Lamaila, Malchaz is the highest sphere. The same is true to a greater extent than Asiya. This physical earth bounces back. All the Yonim of the, the Sfirah is higher than itself. Um, the lowest Sfirah has a connection to the highest Sfirah. And the same is true in Asiyah Gashmis even more. The same is true also the end of the Kav. Which finishes the end of the feet of Ak. That it's made, it bounces back from the bottom to the top of Bechinas Eid and Hashem of the Malchus of Malchus Asiya, Sholakus Mamish, Mechasen Zakelim, Malchus Vatzilus. The Eid and Hashem of Malchus comes from the Chesen Zakelim of Vatzilus. And in the world is the lowest Madrege, so it's bouncing back. The Lumbus, I don't know. The Pshat is that the lowest Madrege has a higher shade. No, it's Chalosan Besef. So there's a number of reasons why Dafke and Asiya, you have the name of Yeshmei. First of all, Lagliak. Second of all, the Gulam of Kav. And third of all, the El that it's bouncing back. Those are three arguments saying that it makes sense to see Yesh Me'ayin more in Asiyah than any place else. This was the Shir of Ches Tishrei.